0: No Content is a podcast hosted by Pixel and Kubo that brings you through the inner ramblings of whatever they want to talk about for roughly an hour. If you'd like to follow Pixel, you can check them out on Twitch at Pixel underscore Pusher 101 or on Twitter at Pixel 101. You can also follow Kubo at twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo, twitter.com slash Ryan Kubo. Instagram.com slash Ryan Kubo and YouTube.com slash Shigeos, S-H-I-G-E-O-S, Twitch TV, if you want to see VODs of any of the episodes. If you guys are not on audio or on a different type of audio, remember that we are on all audio platforms, including Spotify and iTunes. If you guys want to ever email us, you can email us at nocontentpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your insight onto the podcast, questions, or just fan mail of critiques or criticisms. You can also use the Fortnite creator code Ryan Kubo in all caps, R-Y-A-N-K-U-B-O, when you check out for any game on the Epic Creator Store, whether that be a game or through a microtransaction to help support this podcast. Also, check your show notes below or the description below, depending on where you're watching or listening to this podcast, to check out other podcasts that Kubo hosts as well. We hope you guys enjoy this episode.
1: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of No Content. I think we're at episode number thirty-two. Wow. Or something like that. I can double check the next sec. Anyway, how's it going, Pixel? What's up?
2: I'm pretty good. How about yourself?
1: Pretty good, pretty good. Uh pretty like slow. Mm, yeah, kind of a slow week, but it was like a good I don't know. It was a pretty good week. How's your week been?
2: oh it's been pretty slow myself too like, yeah uh, yeah not much has been going on in my life honestly yeah i mean just i don't know i do
1: we have some we luckily have some like interesting topics and i confirmed it we are on 32 by the way uh but <laughs> uh we have actually some pretty interesting topics that i think um are gonna bring the show back to the core because they were just stuff that i thought of that was like pretty cool or whatever um yeah, yeah. I guess uh, just I guess you know to start off. We can just talk about some of the Twitch news that's been going on for the last week or whatever. Um, I thought this one was the most interesting one. Um, Twitch actually tweeted out on their Twitch support site that um, they are going to be um, monitoring more people who are I guess using follow for follow or lurk for lurk within mm. chat rooms. And I guess there was I didn't know this, but apparently there was discords that also were created. Uh, where people would like, hey, will you lurk in my channel and then I'll lurk on your channel. And the discords had like currency bots or whatever that like pushed mm-hmm. you up in ranks and made you gain more currency. And then these bots could redeem for stuff in the discord. So there was like a whole lurking community that was created uh, from this That's or whatever. So but uh, yeah, it's super weird. But I mean, this is one of the things that was like talked about um kind of like two days after last podcast so it's kind of old but last Wednesday uh, Twitch tweeted out a thing that they recently made changes to help us better detect and remove artificial views from view counts such as from third party sites. They said lurkers don't worry we see you. We will not include viewers who are watching but may not be chatting. Have the stream or browser tab muted or may be watching a handful of streams at once. A reminder fake engagement such as view botting or follow for follow and lurk for lurk groups is against our rules. Participating in or organizing these activities may lead to the suspension of your Twitch account. I mean hmm. that seems just kind of like. Like a thing that's like they've said that for years <laughs> you know what i mean like right. hey don't view bot but then like i looked at it was like there's a learn more article i clicked on it and it's like uh one of, one of the first things it says is like just because you think someone's view botting, they may not be so <laughs> like you know you can report them but you have to have proof and proof needs it even said proof needs to be more than screenshots because screenshots can be photoshopped so i don't exactly know how you would report someone for view i like look, i found this kind of view botting website well that could be photoshop that's not evidence i don't know it's weird I don't know what the evidence could be it has to be like a live stream clip where they oopsied or something you know
2: right exactly they have to like physically actually buy view bots on stream somehow and then someone has to like clip it like to infinity
1: right um
2: so Yeah. yeah i don't have any idea how they're gonna actually prove this like they yeah like you said they they are against it but there's no way that they can actually prove that someone is doing it
1: Right. I think for more so, you know, they are they did say that they are going to remove like lurk for lurk and stuff like that. Um, from what I understand um, from this whole thing and from what like people have been kind of talking about on the interwebs, and I don't really have sources for this. From what I understand, it seems like what's happening is that you can only lurk now up to about three, I think, uh, Twitch streams at one time now. Before you're count, mm-hmm. before you're not counted as a viewer, um, keep in mind this actually does affect third-party sites like Multi Twitch. So if you're using Multi Twitch to watch like four streamers at once or five streamers at once, none of those views will count anymore. So keep mm-hmm. in mind that the way that this is working is that let's say you're lurking in like uh, streamer A, B, C. It's three views. You're counted as views. Then you go to four. All of a sudden, you're not. Counted in streamer D's viewership, but you're also not counted in streamer C's, B's, and A's viewership as well. So mm-hmm. keep that in mind as well that you're not considered as um, a viewer once you hit. I believe they've been testing this and people have been saying it's about four streams um, as well. Um, also, I think this is really weird and this is something that maybe Twitch will address or maybe not, but people have been saying that if they're in an offline chat and that offline chat hosts a streamer, um, none of those views will count because it will be considered not an active chat. So the host will go through and it will say like two viewers when maybe there's like 50 or 60 people in the offline chat, just not saying anything, but -hmm. then it will start ramping up those views as the people in the offline chat start talking. So that's kind of weird too, as well. Um, that is kind of strange. So I thought that was weird. Um, I guess the reason why they're doing this and they said this is from, they said, um, also as well that from now on, they're not going to be counted counting viewership from third-party sites which i thought was interesting as well so i that kind of explains to us now why when we were embedded on like these asian blog or podcast sites we would get viewership but then no one was chatting with us but then also that explains now why in my analytics from last week why it still said that we had like 80 impressions but our concurrent average was lower because it's, Twitch is still recognizing the views, but it's not recognizing, uh-huh. them, uh, recognizing actual viewership numbers. And hmm. from what I understand, that's due to the fact that affiliates got ad, ads. So mm-hmm. they didn't want to be like, oh, I can push that button as much as I want. And technically, it says I'm going to get paid for 100 people viewing the ad when really maybe right. only like 15, 20, maybe even less are on the website itself
2: yeah yeah that makes a lot of sense you know advertisers want actual human eyes watching these ads and not like just a bunch of bots on a farm
1: yeah so or people that maybe may or may not realize the tab's open or whatever it might be do Mm -hmm. i care not really i just thought it was interesting um (laughs) I, i um it is it is kind of interesting or whatever to see um uh i think we talked about this or addressed this briefly beforehand but um you know, there is a game that uh, I was actually approached and asked to play uh, on stream and become partnered with. And the game itself, though we can't name, though I can't name it specifically, is a pretty popular free to play horror genre game where you play as either a serial killer or a survivor. So you guys can probably guess what that is. Uh, they um, they actually approached me and said, we will embed you on our wiki page. And uh you'll get some big boost in viewers and I declined it just because I don't like the game. I don't find it fun. But I did find it interesting that uh once this kind of went through, a lot of the streamers that are on are that were in uh that gaming category, their views dropped significantly. Probably by about 60%, sixty percent. Wow. Sixty to seventy <laughs> percent.
2: So That's really surprising, actually it's kind of shocking.
1: Yeah, so I mean, I think that this was a way, and I know Blizzard got in trouble for this as well for embedding their their game are their hearthstone streamers and diablo streamers and etc on wikis as well i mean it makes sense right you embed a stream on a wiki or on a gamepedia that gets probably thousands of impressions a day and then your game all of a sudden gets boosted to the top of twitch which then gets people mm-hmm. to look more into your game and see mm-hmm. what it is and maybe get potential you know more people to buy your game or try it out and then it benefits the part, uh, the streamer or the partner because they're like, oh, look, <laughs> I got more viewers and stuff too. This helps me out as well." So, um, we'll see. We'll see how this really affects people. It still seems really, really weird, though. Um, yeah. Um, it, it, yeah. It 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 does curious. it does still seem like there's some type of weird timer with lurking and stuff as well, where you're not counted as a viewer for a while or whatever. Um, I've noticed this because I watch some smaller streamers who are friends and stuff like that. And maybe I'll be the only viewer in the stream. And then maybe after like 10 minutes of not saying anything, because I just kind of been watching them on my second monitor, the view count will go to zero, even though I'm still watching mm-hmm. them. So I don't know. There ha- there's some type of engagement going on. I'm not really sure. It's kind of weird.
2: Yeah, I'm really curious to see like the actual metrics. Like if I go to um, just any site that shows uh, concurrent viewership and just kind of graph it over time. I kind of want to see how much it actually drops, if Mm. at all, Mm. with uh, streamers, because I feel like this is going to be pretty significant, like you'd actually be able to pinpoint exactly when this change took place.
1: Yeah, it's interesting because it's pretty much like this is legal view bonding, right? Because like, Mm -hmm. but then it's interesting because Twitch is like, we'll ban you for doing this, but it's like, then, okay, then just don't let us embed our Twitch streams into other sites. I don't know. It's just interesting to me, you know? Right, right. Um, but anyway, I, I just kind of wanted to just highlight that, that that's kind of like we've been talking about that, I think, for a few episodes now about how, like, viewership's been weird. You know, the back end of Twitch, the front end of Twitch is messing up. So I guess maybe this is what they were trying to figure out. I'm not too sure, to be honest. Um, mm-hmm. Next up, though, this is kind of just my own self-promotion or I guess for the podcast self-promotion as well. But... um I did get accepted into the beta for channel points. We talked about this at the TwitchCon oh announcements yeah. or whatever. So we do have channel points in our in the stream. Um, we don't really have any great rewards or anything like that. But um, this is to all audio listeners. If you haven't already, twitch.tv slash Ryan Kubo. If you want to check out Pixel and I and hang out in the stream while we're streaming. Um, we're calling it salt for now. Cause I had no idea what else to call it. If you're a subscriber, you get times two points, but the way it works is watching for five minutes, you get 10 points. Um, there's bonus chests that will appear. You can claim them for 50 points. If you participate in a raid or a host, it's 250 points. If you follow the channel, it's 300 points. And if you watch for more than three days in a row, you'll get a bonus of 450 points every single day after that. Mm. Um, Our channel doesn't really have that many good uh, rewards. It's mostly default rewards. I haven't really thought of what to do with it. Um, You know, you can highlight a message so I can read it better, which is kind of useless. You can choose an emote to unlock, which basically means you can choose one of my two to three emotes to unlock for 24 hours. Um, You can, if you're already subscribed to me, you can modify an emote and make it look different colors. Um, The one that we do have, that's probably the biggest one that and is the reason why I'm kind of advertising this view channel or currency bot channel as well is we have one for 5,000 points. We're testing it out right now, but if you do accumulate 5,000 points, uh, I've decided that I'll shout you out on the podcast, during like the intro portion so we're not going to record it live we're gonna i'm going to record it before the podcast starts in a little tidbit (laughs) so what that is is it's one redeem per person i'll shout you on the podcast specify which podcast you want to be shouted out on because i do have four podcasts so if you don't say which one i'm just going to do whichever the next one up is (laughs) i'm going to shout you out on so please specify that and then also specify an appropriate link that you want me to link your twitter your twitch or something uh Side note, that can only be redeemed once per account. <laughs> and I'm keeping track of you guys, so don't, like, make multiple accounts or something like that and get, like, two Twitch shout-outs or something like that. But, I don't know. Yeah, i think that's, totally like, redeeming that. Yeah, I think that's a kind of a cool way to <laughs> to get, like, a shout-out or to kind of say, hey, uh, a way to support the channel, right? You're watching us, you're consuming our content, but you may not be able to donate or something like that. Um, Pixel, channel points, what do you think? I mean, they've been out for a while. The points are going to be reset apparently at the end of October anyway um you know and they're going to be coming out for everyone in november or so what do you what do you think about the whole thing have you been util- utilizing them in any other person's chats or not don't really care
2: not really like i haven't really seen any channels that have any kind of like use um interesting rewards and that's kind of like what i'm looking for like sure there's like the default stuff that's kind of cool like yeah like you said the highlight my message that's kind of useless because you need just at the streamer and right I mean,
1: it's more, so the highlight the streamer thing, I will say it shows up in my activity feed as if like it's a resub or a sub or whatever. Uh, And it is like an, it it does come up and you, and apparently Streamlabs and stream elements only says are going to make it up like a pop-up notification if the streamer chooses to, as well as the streamer can refund the highlighted message if they're like, nah that's not cool. Like don't, don't waste your time on that or something. mm -hmm. So there is that. Yeah. But I agree with you. I haven't really seen any, a lot of unique ways it's been done.
2: Yeah, and it kind of sucks if if, uh, your point count is resetting at the end of the month. That kind of sucks.
1: Yeah, it seems to be just in beta right now, so I don't think that's like a perma thing where there's like seasons or something weird to this, but I guess they're just testing it out right now, maybe seeing like how the points are accumulated and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, you know, I think the thing that I kind of do and don't like about um, other point systems is like the gambling feature. There's like gambling and you can like duel each other or play slots or whatever, but like the Twitch one doesn't have that. So the Twitch one is literally just like you watch. And then I do, I do still say um, that I wish that it had something like Mixer where you had like maybe an extra badge or something like that in place of your Bit badge mm. maybe that showed like your level of lurkness. Because still, once again, I don't know the difference between you lurking my stream versus another streamer or a friend mm-hmm. lurking my stream. I don't know how many points they have. That's all hidden to me. So I don't even have like a leaderboard or anything that I can like from and be like oh you know because that would be cool maybe have a leaderboard system where it's like okay the top oh, yeah. three people get a sub or something you know at the end of the month or something mm-hmm. not even that so it seems very bare bones right now
2: it is pretty bare bones yeah and i'm hoping they really expand it because like i can see some use for it but like as of right now it just seems like it's just like the framework is there right or something else right something better
1: um, the only other stream that I've seen personally because I've been browsing a lot of streams later is actually shout outs to Pokimane. Her her view uh, viewer about, uh, viewer point stuff is pretty cool. I think she has one that's, I think they're pretty expensive. Some of them are pretty expensive for obvious reasons. She's a pretty big mm-hmm. streamer. But I think one of them is that uh, she'll do like a 10 second video or something for you and just be like, hey, thanks for supporting me, blah, blah, blah. Like you don't get to choose the message, but it's like a personalized mm-hmm. video where she says thanks. I think a reward above that is that she'll, um, is that once you redeem it, you ping, you have to like ping one of her mo- mods to check the activity feed, but, uh, she'll send you like, uh, some pokey stickers or something. Oh, and then okay. she has another one where, uh, it's like, if you get like the highest one right now, which is like a ridiculous amount, it's like 50,000 or something like that, is that she'll actually send you like, I think it's like exclusive merch for reaching that 50,000 point mark. Like it's not merch that she's normally selling and stuff like that. So then she's also, like, making merch or whatever for the long-time workers or people that are, like, racking up the sub counts and stuff like that. So I think that's pretty cool as well. That's
2: pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Yeah, or maybe rate. maybe I'll try to get that personalized shout-out video, and then I'll tell <laughs> her to, like, say, like, no-content podcast is awesome, and then we'll use that as a sound bit, like, in the intro to our <laughs> podcast or whatever.
2: <laughs> this podcast approved by Pokey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> or something like that. Maybe we can do that or whatever. Uh, I know there was, like, a streamer who, like... um she like got, I think, like some, like she hired someone on like one of those sites where you can pay celebrities to say stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like her, her like, uh, her like catchphrase is like, I think it's like, it's like, it's go time. She'll just, it's like, it's, it's pixel time or something like that. Let's say if it's your stream. So then she got like a bunch of celebrities to just be like, it's pixel time. It's pi-, like Dwayne Drock Johnson, like all these people. And she like paid them. And that's like her intro to her YouTube because <laughs> her, her YouTube videos are kind of memey like that. So I don't know. Maybe <laughs> we can do something like that for the podcast, but yeah, I guess channel points are slowly rolling out. It is funny. I don't know how I got into it, to be honest. I did sign up for it. I do find it funny that I have it and some partnered streamers don't have it. Like at know, all, like probably, still yet. So I don't know if it's RNG to, luck, but you would think partnered streamers would get it first because they have more viewers and would be able to redeem yeah. it more often.
2: You have to manually turn it on, right? You don't no, just, it like, just, I
1: got a head. notification that I got access to it and it's turned on. And then I had to go in and like manually set the rewards and turn stuff off. Oh, huh. yeah. It's still a invite only right now.
2: Yeah, that is surprising. There's a few partners that I haven't seen this um point system with. Yeah. So
1: that's strange. I don't know how I got the luck of the draw for that. But um but yeah. Um Anyway, I guess moving on from that, that is out, guys. So look, check your emails, check your dashboards as well if you haven't. Uh, as always, you can sign up for that. Uh, I believe at uh, the Twitch website as well. Uh, next up, I guess in Twitch news, very quickly, and I think this is something that pertains more to Pixel. So I hope that he can take the floor on this one. Uh, but Twitch apparently is sending out invitations to select streamers for something called uh, "Watch to" basically a watch together, which I think oh is God, really, funny. which is really really interesting. Um, the way that this is going to work allegedly, and this is going to be really interesting to me, is that if you guys didn't know, on your Twitch dashboards, there is a, ch- there's a thing under your stream information called audience. And you can change that from everyone to sub only. Currently, when you start a stream, you have to choose which one it's going to be. But apparently, that's mm-hmm. going to be changed to where it's going to also be prime members only. But with the caveat being that um, apparently they're uh, they testing allowing streamers to watch Prime content together with their stream, uh, which I think is pretty cool. The Prime video, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, the one catch is that the only people who would be able to view it, though, are people who, are, who have Amazon Prime. So they don't have to be Twitch Prime to the account or anything like that. They don't have to be Twitch Prime to the, uh, the streamer or sub to the streamer in any way. They just need to have... Uh, an Amazon Prime account linked to their Twitch account and they'll be able to watch it. This is huge. This is actually like pretty huge and really cool. So I I wanted to know your take on this pixel because I know you're part of communities that really like are into like movie days and stuff like that. And uh, what what you think about this initially,
2: at least. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, So like my first thought was like, this is huge simply for the fact that copyright wise, this is, this is really, really interesting because mm-hmm. never before were you able to legally do anything like this. So now they have Amazon's blessing and um, by association, like the movie companies and stuff to basically broadcast it. Like normally that's something that's really big. That's a, that's a huge contract that like, right. some sort of network TV station is going to pick up. Right. So the fact that you can just like do this on your own to your uh, viewers or subscribers, like, that's, that's pretty huge. Yeah. Um, and... I'm tempted just to
1: resub just for this, by the way, so we can all watch Man in the High Castle together on stream. <laughs> like, how dope is yes. that? Just, like, I could watch. Because like, cool. there's nights where I literally take off nights streaming to watch something, like, on Amazon. Mm-hmm. I don't have to do that anymore. I could just stream it. I don't even have to yeah, talk, yeah. technically.
2: Yeah, for sure. Like, I think this is, this is yeah. going to be really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's another thing that I was wondering, too. Like, whether you, you can allow both subscribers and twitch prime or amazon prime together not just like one or the other but have them both so you just have like a sub only watch party
1: so from what i understand there's no from what i understand i don't think there's a way nowadays to buy twitch prime separately i think when you get twitch prime it just automatically gives you amazon prime too so twitch prime and amazon prime on a monthly basis and yearly basis are priced at the same now
2: oh i mean like
1: what do you so like what do you mean though
2: so 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 you're saying that you can have a sub only watch party or a um I I mean I'm sorry, like uh mm-hmm. you can only have a watch party with people that have Amazon Prime, but some of those people who have that may not be subs. Correct. Okay, so I was wondering like if you can make it so that only subs can do that. I don't think so. Okay
1: i don't believe i don't believe that's possible or whatever so that's the one caveat or whatever is that even like you like i said earlier you don't have to be subbed to the streamer personally to watch the stream like Mm. you can't make it sub only and also with the twitch prime licensing on top of Mm -hmm. like that account so that is a, a factor to take into guys as well is that if you do do like more personal movie nights as i know some communities do Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, that is something to look into or whatever, because if you do have like Twitch, if you do have like a Twitch prime or whatever thing, you know, thing or whatever, you know, you're allowed to go to their movie nights. I mean, you could probably mitigate that pretty easily. You know what I mean? Because I would Mm -hmm. assume you could watch the movie. If you have a small enough community, you could watch just put the movie on your Twitch, you know, Mm -hmm. let the pleb, let anyone with Twitch prime watch. That's fine. But then maybe have your discord, have a room that's sub only. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Or if your Discord is already sub only, you know what I mean? That's where the real right. action is going to be and people are going to be chatting. The issue with that then is, are you okay with people talking over the movie, literally? Because <laughs> you are going to yeah, be in Discord, yeah. right? And be talking over them, literally talking over the movie while the stream's playing, right? But then it's right. kind of funny because they're making these hierarchies. It's like, F the Twitch Prime plebs, <laughs> only the subs and Twitch Prime plebs. So I don't know. It's
0: funny. It's <laughs> kind of interesting to me.
2: Yeah, I think it's kind of interesting too because like, okay, so um another part of the watch parties is that it has to be on twitch itself it has to be basically streamed through that person's channel correct um and you're just kind of like interacting through chat Mm -hmm. um and normally like the the movie nights that i'm a part of we all get into discord Mm. um so i'm assuming that's probably what we have to do for this as well because that's part of the fun of it just like you know talking and you know chatting and stuff like that and not just like typing it out Right. Um, yeah. So there's going to be an issue of delay, uh, which mm, the delay is suck. like
1: two seconds. The low latency is pretty good. Pixel. It's like two seconds. Sometimes yeah. even less. It's one point five for me. That's not that bad.
2: It's not. It's not too bad. I mean, yeah. As, as long as they have low latency checked on, it's not terrible. But it's gonna be. It's gonna be there. Right. Um, but you know, that's kind of like a caveat for this. Right. Yeah. So, no. For sure. For sure it's it's still gonna be interesting yeah. I'm i'm still gonna be interested uh just because like this kind of opens the possibility for a lot of things um just depending on like what the library at amazon has i mean like, it's
1: be- it's pretty big like i'm looking at it right now it's like a bunch of marvel movies the office is on here which would be dope just to, like we're gonna watch the office season one <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean um i don't know it, it looks pretty there's a it's a pretty big library it's fairly big yeah
2: it's it's pretty cool like And also, like, it just makes um, like channel surfing a thing now. You can actually channel surf and have shows. Like, it's basically watching TV. And then you have like a, you have the Twitch chat that goes along with it. Like, so this is, that I think is going to be the coolest thing. It's not just, you know, going with your own community, but it might open up a new category on (laughs) Twitch simply for this Mm -hmm. simply for just like channel surfing and watching twitch prime stuff or amazon Prime stuff
1: right right uh side note about uh channels or whatever did you see what happened earlier today or earlier this week with the whole uh channel categories being added to twitch
2: there's a channels category
1: well like no just like you know gaming categories and stuff uh as like that twitch uses or whatever
2: no, tell me about this. So what's, what's it was on? just kind
1: of funny, but I'm trying to look it up right now. But there's a certain place where like Twitch grab. OK, so Twitch grabs all of its gaming categories from the giant bomb. I don't know if you know what that site is. Oh well, yeah, or yeah. If you've heard of it. So that's basically where they like pull all the gi- So giant bomb is literally the API that Twitch pulls from to get their gaming categories. Basically, uh-huh. so um when a, when a web when Blizzard or something gets a new Overwatch game, they have to update the art through Giant Bomb, and then it automatically updates through Twitch, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But apparently, you can add your own games and stuff like that. And so somebody made some art that looked very very realistic to like the just chatting type of art or whatever you know, like how it looks or the travel and art door art. But it was a uh-huh. category called cannabis. <laughs> and, and it was it, it had a it lasted about 12 hours so there was a cannabis section on twitch nice. with the tags irl and uh outdoor and it was like kind of like the just chatting girl but it was just like they like the same girl that like looked almost like the same girl but she's like smoking a fat blunt <laughs> and she's like smoking weed all classy in like a coffee shop or something like that and uh there was a cannabis section for about 12 hours and people actually went oh, live in it for a bit because there are people who just like I, there's a pretty big subculture on Twitch of people like literally just smoking weed
2: like on stream.
1: Yes. Because you're allowed to really? do, you're allowed to, you're allowed to, as long as it's legal in your state, you're allowed to do it. So there's a lot of like right. subcultures in like just chatting of just like people and call, like there's a 24 hour, like live um, stream from like a cannabis, like store, uh, like cultivating store in like Colorado or something and there's mm-hmm. like an and they have another store in California which is like literally just 24 hours of like people just cutting weed mm-hmm. or like I don't know I don't really smoke weed so it's like just prepping the weed or something you know what I mean uh-huh. um so i don't know so it's just funny to see that there's like this really it was obviously made by probably like four chan or some troll troll people or whatever, but there was like a just just smoking section <laughs> for about twelve hours, <laughs> you know, for about twelve hours on on Twitch. So just you mentioning like the channel surfing thing was kind of funny to me because it just reminded me about that. But
2: that is hilarious. Yeah. That's actually really funny. You yeah, just like channel surfing <laughs> and, and, and everyone, were, everyone was like naming streamers. Like, oh
1: my gosh, Summit can be in this channel now. It was pretty funny. Or we just like this guy <laughs> or this guy. Um, I got added for some reason. It was pretty funny. Um, but no, yeah. So this, uh, you know, if you guys didn't know already back to the topic about the watch parties, um, you know, I have seen, I have been in, uh, streams of bigger streamers already. And the way that they do their movie nights is actually kind of interesting. And I guess Twitch or someone at Twitch has said that this is okay for now. Maybe it's a gray area. I'm not really sure, but I've been in streams where they don't, they go sub only. They do not list their channel under any category. And that's mm-hmm. their movie night. So you have to be subbed to them, and they'll watch a movie on stream. Yeah. And then, um, uh but then immediately after the stream is done, all clips, all VODs are nuked. They delete the mm-hmm. VOD, they delete the clips and stuff. It's not being, it's not in a category. So you have to be following the streamer, and you have to be subbed. That's how a lot of them have been doing uh, these watch parties recently, uh, mm-hmm. because. Uh, Not that we're promoting any type of sites, but there are sites that you can utilize to watch certain things illegally or legally. And I guess they didn't want to go through that route or they're kind of a big stream. You know, Mm -hmm. 1,500 people is just too hard to do like an actual watch party. So this is probably a good alternative for them. I feel like maybe the smaller, uh, more intimate communities will probably maybe do the same thing. I'm not sure that they've been doing. You know what I mean? Instead of utilizing this watch party thing.
2: Yeah, but I can see like it's a very, very attractive draw. Because yeah. like you can just do it, no fuss, no muss, just stream it. Doesn't yeah. matter. Just like you know, and a- anybody with Amazon Prime has access to it, and that is a fairly large part of the, the, you know, Twitch community. Yeah. Um. So I I I can see this being really really successful.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um. You know, obviously it's only rolling out to partners right now. Uh. You know, the th- the the thing I thought of right before, you know, right after the whole like, oh, Mel like watch parties for subs or whatever, just on stream in general. Bounties are going to be huge I think uh, on Twitch for Mm. partners even more I could totally see you know hey you know shroud you know for example watch the first episode you know the new Jack Ryan's coming out pretty soon so it's like watch the Mm -hmm. first the pilot episode of the second season of the new Jack Ryan with your stream Mm -hmm. you know what I mean. And every interesting and every 15 minutes, you need to mention that you guys can watch this for free using Amazon Prime, or if you have an Amazon Prime account, you can watch the rest mm-hmm. of thing and watch, just watch an episode with them. I can see that happening, like advertisement like that, for sure, you know, tease them Could with the be. first episode, you have your streamer kind of vouching for it, getting excited about it, you know what mm-hmm. I mean,
2: watching the show. And yeah, right. Yeah, especially if it's like they only do like maybe one episode. But then they say, okay, guys, if you want to watch the rest, you have to have Amazon Prime. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, it, yeah, it encourages them. So you're not just giving all of the product away during the stream.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, I was also going to mention to you, um, you know, maybe one of the things, and like I said, I don't know if those for but maybe one of the things that people could try out as well is maybe they could watch the stream or watch Amazon Prime on their stream or the video on the stream, but then put their chat still in sub-only mode,
0: mm-hmm. right?
1: So then it's like, kind of like twitch prime plebs can still watch but if they want to chat oh, in the yeah. chat they would have to they would have to subscribe which may or may not be worth it for them if they're like mm-hmm. if it's going to be like a once a week thing or maybe every other week thing so most of them probably wouldn't because i could you know right. I, I can't imagine like no offense but i can't imagine like some of these like really big streams like 30k 40k people you know who are usually in subscriber mode just going off of subscriber mode to let prime <laughs> people talk or watch you know what i mean
2: Oh, yeah, so I sure. could
1: I could see that happening too. like, you know, you probably could still put it in some mode and follower only mode as well. Right? Right, right. And then make it so that like plebs, you know, pleb people who aren't subbed or something can't
2: talk. Yeah. Or if you really want to keep it under control, you have it in the only mode. True. Or what you could do, <laughs> which maybe this is their plan. I don't know. Actually
1: utilize that stupid rooms feature that no one uses.
2: I forgot that thing even existed. So maybe you could have
1: like a viewing party room that only subs could access or something like that. And it's like, (laughs) Hey guys, if you want to, you can talk in the main chat, but we're not going to be reading there. We're going to be in like the sub only like stream room or whatever.
2: You know what I mean? And maybe like utilize
1: that or something like that. You know,
2: I can't find the rooms thing anymore. Is that,
1: um, they actually finally remove it? I don't know actually. I, I I never really used it. I we used it a couple times in the chats that I moderate for. Um I've used it a couple of times for like had, I had a moderation chat but I always forgot it was there. Mm-hmm. Or whatever even for myself as a broadcaster so we you know we never really utilized it. Mm, gotcha. So, but I mean I don't know any any other thoughts Pixel on on this feature or whatever you think you're you'll be u- utilizing it or whatever?
2: Uh maybe probably give it a shot but other than that um we're kind of used to like how we do things mm. because part for of the sure, fun is sure. just like being in discord and just like actually having, you know, voice chat. So mm-hmm. as long as we still have that, I think we'll uh keep doing what we're doing, but we're definitely going to give it a shot.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely want to get, gi- I definitely want to give this a shot. Like this looks like it would just be like really, like really fun uh to yeah. utilize for me or whatever, especially since I do binge watch a lot of shows. So I can just like, I don't, I don't even know if I have to technically talk.
0: You know what I mean? I could just chill.
1: You know what I mean? Like yeah, get wrecked, totally. p- get wrecked clubs or whatever. So I don't know. I think that, I think that personally would be like pretty, like pretty cool feature for like me, like me to use uh, just to be like, oh, Hey, yeah. I'm just chilling. I'm going to watch, you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. can deal with it, whatever. So I don't know. Right. Right. I think that's pretty cool. Um, I guess moving on though, I, you know, something that I kind of found out today and maybe I should be pull, maybe I should pull up these tweets, really quick so entertain entertain the masses really quick uh pixel uh, the masses real quick what yeah entertain mean? the masses while i pull up this the tweets
2: uh for our next topic oh. or whatever uh if you can see me now i'm dancing no you can't th- no they're hidden <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay i got i got it we're saved we're saved let me just let me just full screen you really quick nope that's not the right one that's not the right key all right full screen and we're back all right so the next topic that I really wanted to talk about really quick is um, we had some pretty substantial leaks for BlizzCon 2019, which is something yeah. that Pixel and I usually go to every year. Unfortunately, this year I'm not going to be able to go to it um, just because I'm trying to I'm trying to look for. Uh, uh, I'm trying to get some stuff sorted out and I feel like it's kind of weird to uh, go when I should probably mind my finances and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. I'm actually, this is the first time I'm actually not going in the first six years. So this will be very interesting That's for me. Crazy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I found out I won't even be able to go at all, uh, during even at for, for afterwards at night. Um, because I'll have my daughter that weekend and I mm-hmm. can't really switch up weekends because if I do, then she wouldn't be able to come to a friend's wedding, which is happening later. So I won't even be able to be there at, at night or anything like that. Um maybe possibly if she gets to bed early, I can I can get away for a bit. But probably not. <laughs> but uh it'll be interesting. But we do have some BlizzCon predictions that I didn't want to talk about. Uh this mm-hmm. is actually from a Twitter handle named at Metro underscore OW. If you guys don't know who this is, um he's actually a pretty credible he's a pretty credible source. Um, When it comes to Blizzard leaks, uh, if you guys didn't know, he predicted basically the leaks for BlizzCon the last three years spot on with details as well. Um, It's very easy to be like, yeah, this is going to be announced this year. This is going to be announced this year. But I mean, he, uh, you know, I think it was a week or two before BlizzCon last year. He was like, yeah, there's going to be a cinematic where um, it's on Route 66 and McCree's Mm -hmm. eating apple pie and a train crashes down. And then this girl comes out. And she has white hair, and I guess her name's Ash. And she has a sidekick who's a robot. And she like he got everything down, or whatever. Um, yeah. And he's done this for the last couple of years. Uh, he even uh, announced like uh, Diablo Mobile, uh, you know, was going to be announced and stuff like that as well. So he he he's hit it on the on the nail pretty hard. So I think these sources can be pretty credible, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I think the fact that he's gotten so much right so many times consistently tells me that like, he's not just guessing. This is actually like, he's, he's got leaks. He's got sources.
1: Yeah. He's got, def- somehow. yeah, he's got definite uh, sources. So a couple of things that were pretty interesting. And I think a lot of people just knew that this was going to come out or whatever, but it's kind of nice to get the confirmation about this. So one of them is actually a brochure got leaked. That's in German. But apparently, it is the BlizzCon pamphlet, the BlizzCon 2019 shopping magazine, mm-hmm. uh, got actually leaked. If you guys have never been to BlizzCon before, there is a store there that sells exclusive BlizzCon merch, and they usually give you a pretty big, hefty magazine that shows you everything that's going to be sold. But one of them, uh, one of the leaks is um, that they're going to be selling an art book at BlizzCon 2019 this year, which is called the Art of Diablo the art and history of diablo and in the description of it it does say that it features art from diablo 1 2 3 and the upcoming game diablo 4 so that's big that is big so we that do have really some type really of confirmation that there is going to be like a diablo 4 um you know that's probably going to be obviously announced at blizzcon you know um we don't know in what capacity he even says he's not sure in what capacity um it, you know, And then uh, he also goes on to say that Diablo 4 will be announced. He's not sure in what capacity. He says that they're still debating at this time <laughs> if it's going to be a full-on, we're going to show you gameplay and stuff, or if it's just going to be like, it's coming, Diablo 4.
2: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but he did also confirm that there is uh Diablo 2 HD remake is going to be remade as well. I think we could have guessed that as well. Nice, uh, nice. Probably, but that's pretty cool to get a confirmation mm-hmm. of that as well. That will be really, really fun. Great. Um, So he said that those two will also be announced. He said that um, uh, Overwatch 2 is very much real and will be announced at BlizzCon after a very short cinematic. Uh, He's not sure, like he said, about what Overwatch 2 is, Um, Mm. but he says it will have PVE and PVP. Uh, hmm. within the system and that there will be some different leveling systems he says overwatch is two is going to have a leveling system that's going to affect how much you can play your hero for the people saying this is all fake blah blah. blah he said that the sources that w- were confirmed a while ago or whatever um, he said the leveling system is going to change certain abilities of the heroes in the game i do not know if this feature is pve only or also pvp uh, once again we're not really sure what this means um, it i know that Last year Jeff Kaplan was on, I believe, an Overwatch streamer's stream, and when they asked if more PvE content was coming, he said that it was very hard to create PvE content within Overwatch because they built the Overwatch engine from the ground up for once and it was made for PvP and not PvE.
0: Hmm.
1: And so it was very hard. He and he said even the custom games took like they wanted the custom games in since the start, and it took, you know, two years to get it in. Program Mm -hmm. it in. We're not sure what this means. If you guys do, may or may not recall, Heroes had a Heroes 2.0, which basically was just a revamp of the system. So we don't know if this is just like they're going to call this Overwatch 2.0, right? Mm -hmm. Or if this is an actual game called Overwatch
2: 2. Yeah, it's, it seems kind of out of place for Blizzard to go with a sequel this quickly. Mm -hmm. Um, It's only been a few years since Overwatch was uh, released. Right. And, um, I I can't see it being like a completely separate game. I can see it definitely being like some sort of update to the current game, like maybe an update to the engine itself, and then that allows for PVE. So I can't see it kind of ditching Overwatch 1. I still think that that has its legs. You know, it still has like a few more years before it has to be like replaced. So I can see it being like a a sort of update, a refresh until that point comes. Um, So I think that's what it's going to be. Um, I think any announcement they have we're gonna see a a cinematic that goes with it right so right Diablo two Diablo four it's gonna have a cinematic we're gonna have some really cool looking reviews right uh, previews.
1: Right, right. Um, another thing that was also mentioned, uh, speaking on the cinematic, is that he did say that the Overwatch two cinematic, and once again, we'll see if this happens at BlizzCon. I guess I think this tweet in itself will prove if he's if these are confirmed leaks, right? So we'll figure this out mm-hmm. at the opening ceremony. But he said the cinematic feature. Uh, he said the he said a cinematic will be featured, which will bring like the nostalgia back of what we saw from the first Overwatch cinematic. That was unveiled for the Overwatch unveiling. He said that it will feature uh, iconic characters that are in Overwatch, first with Tracer and Winston, and then May will also be in there somewhere. And then mm-hmm. um, something will happen to May to where a mysterious new hero will have to save May. So it'll be mm-hmm. kind of teased as if, oh, this is hero number 31. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But then it will be revealed that that hero is actually a young Genji, possibly outside of his robotic suit. So maybe Mm. Overwatch 2 is kind of bringing it back to, like, a prequel type of feel. And then the Overwatch logo will appear. And then right after that, the 2 is going to be added at the very end.
2: Mm. Hmm. That sounds like a perfect setup
1: for, like, a PvE campaign. Right. So I think that's what we're looking at, too, as well, whatever. So, yeah, we'll see what happens for, like, that type of, like, stuff or whatever. But, I mean, those are apparently, like, I, I don't know. Metro underscore overwatch on twitter has confirmed a lot of like the leaks mm-hmm. of like the past like two to three blizzcons um and he's gotten them pretty like spot on as well so for me it's like one of those things that's like okay like i think he's a credible source
2: yeah i think so too if he's gotten this many right so far right i can't imagine like this not being true right so, you know, we just have to wait and see, though, like it's in two weeks. So we'll see then. Dude, I, yeah, I can't believe it's in two weeks. It's actually coming up really fast. Yeah, it's really surprising.
1: Yeah. Are, are you excited for it? Or are you? I I don't know. After like last year, I'm just kind of like, yeah, <laughs> like after Diablo Immortals, that whole bombshell happened. Like, I don't even know if you they'll mention. Okay. Actually, do you take bets? Do you think they're going to say anything about it?
2: Diablo uh, they're, Immortals? They're I don't think they will. No, they can't. Okay, okay fair, <laughs> fair. They'll, they'll have a place to play it. They'll probably be able to like download it or something like that. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I can't really see them mentioning it at all.
1: Right, right. Um, I guess moving on or whatever, I mean this is like we have a lot we have like a couple more topics if you're okay with that or whatever. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: Um,
1: but moving on, another thing that happened like this past week or whatever, like in the video game space or whatever, Riot Games had their tenth mm-hmm. anniversary stream. And yeah, it, dude, I did not it was So if you guys didn't see it, I highly recommend to go watch the VOD. We're obviously going to be talking about it right now. But, man, they announced a lot of stuff. And mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting a lot of it, to be honest. Um, you know, they, they started off and it was kind of whatever. They showcased some streamers, you know, about how riots impacted them, blah, 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 blah. They had some announcements that I think that makes sense. Uh, if you guys remember, like... Right is owned by I believe Tencent, right? <laughs> a Chinese company. Right. So they obviously yeah, announced a ton. Yeah, they they announced a ton of mobile games as well because those are super popular in China and Asia in general. But they announced um, they announced uh, what do you call it? TFT Mobile, and then they also announced another uh, League of Legends Light. <laughs> I don't know what do you want to call it. League of Legends Lite? League of Legends Mobile. Kind I of guess thing? it's like, but I feel it's like a light version of League of Legends, but. TFT was announced as well uh, on that's going to come to mobile. It's going to be cross-platformed. It's coming out in 2020. Um, I think that was kind of something that was predicted. They also announced that TFT was going to come out with a new season, which is coming out shortly around the beginning Mm -hmm. of November. Then they announced that League of Legends mobile was coming out, which I almost want to call League of Legends light. This is the 5v5 summoners war. It will be on mobile as well coming out once again, early 2020. That one will not be cross play. That will be its own separate thing. The list of characters is, mm-hmm. seems to be, from what people have said, a bunch of characters that work well on mobile as well. <laughs> so that was announced. And, you know, I was like, okay, you know, like this stuff kind of like, kind of predicted, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, like Riot just like burned like a bunch of like, like this dropped like a huge bombshell on everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, they kind of made fun of the fact that their name is Riot Games and they don't have other games. And then they just had, like, this crazy cinematic about, like, what the next 10 years of the company is going to be like. And they Mm -hmm. teased a fighting game. They teased Mm -hmm. a tactical shooter, like, team-based shooter, like Overwatch. They did, like, two seconds of an action RPG, which is the thing I'm most excited for. And a card game. So, and this is crazy. An anime. And an anime. An anime, at the very, an anime series that's going to be on TV, apparently, and Netflix.
2: Yeah, it's like actually kind of fun. <sighs>
1: yeah, like all of a sudden they're Blizzard now, or like they're Valve now. Like it's just crazy to think about. Um, hmm. Most of these games are coming out in 2020 or later, by the way. It seems like a lot of them are pretty um, early in development. Um, but I guess we can just kind of break down each of them one by one really quickly. Um, the first game. The first game that got the most coverage and had a short beta is this game called Legends of Runeterra. That is the name of Riot's card game. It is based off of Riot uh, characters and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Plays a little bit like Magic the Gathering. Um, It was in beta for about five days. It will come back to beta in November, around November 7th, for another five days, and that will include a draft mode. The game will go into closed beta Q1 of 2020 and will be released sometime in Q3 or 4 of 2020. It will be a free-to-play game, quote-unquote free-to-play, uh, it's monetization system. You do not buy loot packs. You only buy single cards because they said that they fear loot boxes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Pixel, what do you think about this, this, this card game? And we have another CCG that's coming out of the woodwork that's trying to beat Magic and Hearthstone. What do you think about it? Like, did you see any gameplay of it? Does it interest you? Or do you think this is just going to be kind of, eh, whatever?
2: um well i saw a little bit of gameplay for it um the one thing that i'm really excited about is the way they're monetizing these cards mm-hmm. um the mm-hmm. fact that you don't buy packs you buy single cards is mm-hmm. that's actually like a fantastic idea that's a really refreshing idea because there's been so much backlash against anything that involves loot boxes or resembles a loot box right um and so this is a smart move for them. um and it kind of keeps along mm-hmm. with that sort of um uh, monetization scheme that they have with every other game that they have it's like it's cosmetics only you don't buy like mm, a loot box or something. yeah
1: but you do buy cards
2: you you buy cards out of a pack you buy singles oh yeah no, you buy single cards
1: it's kind of th- think of it like hearthstone you buy the crafting dust and then you get to choose how to spend that dust and craft what other cards you want mm,
0: mm-hmm
2: Okay, um, so yeah, this I guess this game doesn't really just have cosmetics. You buy, you actually use money to buy the cards, right? Um, but uh, so it does take the RNG out of it, which is which is nice, you know, yeah. like it's refreshing that I don't have to uh, spend money on the chance of building out a deck. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be really really cool. Um, I didn't get a chance to play it just because like it's it was only out for like a short while. Like right. access to it was very very limited. <laughs> Um, but it's, I think it's going to be like a welcome competitor to like this um genre that's kind of just dominated by Hearthstone. Hearthstone and Magic, I think, would be the two. Magic, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's going to be a welcome contender. Um, there's a lot of people that play League that is that are familiar with the lore, yeah, which is weird, yeah, yeah. I just don't know how many of them are actually interested in a CCG as well as a MOBA
1: I mean this is it the was... same thing that happened with Artifact right how many of these people were actually interested in you know when Dota 2 was announced it was like boo, or when Artifact was announced it was like boo <laughs> you know what I mean like people yeah. visibly booed at the at, you know and it's like oh yeah, yeah, yeah this game yeah how many MOBA players are actually interested in this game yeah you know
2: yeah I mean, like um it I think it was the wrong audience too um, for sure for because, sure cuz like yeah, they hated it, but for some reason, Legends of Runeterra, like they got a ton of like people that are interested in this. Now. I think I it was really
1: smart want. to build off the hype for sure, though. At the same time, because yes. then they're like, there after like, like right after the stream, they're like, "Boom, it's out now."
2: Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of hype. Plus, Artifact had a horrible monetization scheme that they came out with. Like they they announced it pretty early on, and everybody hated it. Yeah. Um. So that was a big reason why people booted. I think. True. And, yeah. yeah now i think this this is something that has the chance to survive just because i think they have they've earned a lot of goodwill Mm -hmm. from from the community yeah and so i think this is it stands a chance it stands a chance of at least like carving out a little section in the market and you know kind of like sticking around for a while yeah for sure um,
1: you know, for me or whatever, kind of on a personal side note, I've gotten back into TFT after the meta meta's kind of settled. I've been playing with friends who uh enjoy my stream or like who uh taught me how to play and stuff like that as well, right? Um, mm-hmm. for me though, it's one of those things where um, you know, one of the things I look at at a card game whenever I get into a new card game is, you know, is this something different than Magic the Gathering?
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and hearthstone right because hearthstone took magic the gathering and and simplified it took a very rich rich and strong lore that has been around for a while and made like a card game out of it and at the time Mm -hmm. is very innovative very unique and stuff like that very cool um i i I look at this game legends of runeterra i did play in the beta for about five to six hours and you know i love the monetization scheme i hope that does well but really looking at it i don't know i don't know for me like It doesn't seem... It seems like a more complicated Hearthstone, somewhere Mm -hmm. in between Magic the Gathering and Hearthstone. And I don't know if that's enough for me personally to continue to play it uh, for the long term. I don't Mm -hmm. really see it adding anything from, like, Magic that Magic doesn't already do better, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Um, I think as well, there's too many cards, and maybe this is because legal... Or maybe... I think it's partly, yes, they are copying Hearthstone mechanics. And maybe it's because Hearthstone is such a popular CCG or so, so well known. It's easy to make comparisons to. But there are so many cards during the beta, watching streamers, and I played myself that were exactly like Hearthstone cards. Um, you know, there was a card that's a, a white dragon that's apparently Aurelian mm-hmm. Soul's brother or something. That's a nine mana, nine nine, cut the enemy's health in half. Ali the the murlocs in the game are poros those little white fluffy goat things there's mm-hmm. literally a card called the, the called the elder and when you play it on the board it buffs other poros on the board plus three attack it's like murloc war leader um <laughs> you know there's you know there's a uh, teemo who's a champion card in the game his thing is every time he attacks your opponent he adds a mushroom to your deck what does a mushroom do when you draw the mushroom it deals one damage to you it de- deals one damage to your opponent it's like mm-hmm. bomb warrior you know what i mean right. there's too many similar similarities with mechanics yeah. already and i don't know how i like it but
2: yeah so let me ask you like is there something that the game does that other games don't is there something unique to the the core gameplay so i
1: will say the champion the champions are ver- the champions are very unique in this sense um and the color scheming is pretty unique i, I don't think that's unique i think magic does that already but um, there are things called champion cards. Every uh, think of it like in uh, Hearthstone or whatever; there's classes or whatever. You kind of have the same thing here, but they're more of tribes. And every tribe is led by a champion, whether that be Teemo mm-hmm. or Draven or Jarvis, or uh, Jarvin or Blitzcrank or whatever it might be. Um, you know, there's a bunch of them, and you know they don't automatically start in your hand. You need to draw them. So it's not like Hearthstone where it's just always there and there's a hero power. Uh, and when these characters, um do certain criterias within the game then they level the character itself levels up and buffs the ref, rest of the deck and powers the rest of the deck so hmm. for example there is um uh what is it there is thresh and threshers uh thresh uh is a pretty weak character it's a support character but he levels up in the game if he sees 3 of his friendly allies die um on the up on and when he levels up or whatever it makes it so that his allies gain a buff of health that are on the board Um, Mm -hmm. so you know that's how you level him up on the opposite end there's a guy named trendamere and trendamere is that whenever he dies he levels up and comes back alive and has a rush ability to rush down the enemy minions so obviously Thresh's tribe and trendamere's tribe all of a sudden synergize with each other so that's a green Mm -hmm. that's a green and i believe red deck So I think that's Mm -hmm. the the unique mechanic in the game is that you do have these champion cards so you can play as Draven and stuff like that. You know what I mean? And they all have like kind of their unique things. Draven's ability is that when you play when you attack, he throws an axe, that axe goes into your hand, it's a spell card, and it does four damage, but to do that you need to discard a card that costs X amount of mana to utilize Mm -hmm. that card. So you know, it kinda plays off of his throwing axes and catching them and stuff like that, but I think the champion stuff is pretty unique. Um, there's also a mana reserve, which I think is kind of interesting. Uh, you can hold up to 3 mana for your next turn. So let's say you have 7 mana, you spend 4, and then you just end your turn. The remainder 3 mana will go into a mana reserve, which then hmm. can be saved for the next turn. So potentially you can have up to 13 mana instead of 10. You can have those extra manas if you don't want to like burn everything down, which is kind of interesting as well. I think those are the Kinda two interesting. unique things. Yeah, that sounds um, like it.
2: It could be really, really powerful, like extremely powerful.
1: Yeah. So, also remember that this game is a game of attack and defense, right? One side attacks, one de- side defends. So, another thing too is that you can use, um, is that when you are defending, you can only use your reserve mana. So, keep that in mind as well. Uh, so, that's also another ability. You know, another thing to look at as well. Um, once again, though, I don't know. Uh, we'll see if I play it out, but uh, it, it's it's hard to say, for for me personally or whatever. Um, Yeah, you know, I already have Hearthstone. I'm still playing it. Not as much, um, but I'm still casually playing it or whatever. Um, You know, so it's hard to justify investing into this new Riot card game, even if it might be cheaper. Um, Right. It's it's hard for me to justify paying a lot up front, even if it is cheaper, but then also not having a collection. Kind of Mm -hmm. the reason why I play Hearthstone is because I have the collection. I don't have to worry about grinding or playing a lot. I can just build whatever the heck I want, even if it's in wild mode which is fun.
2: Right, right. Um, We're all just waiting for the bazaar. We can just yeah, get the entire Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Collection. Easy clap. Um,
1: <laughs> you know, so we'll see. You know, uh, I was also going to say, you know, uh, kind of what I was saying earlier. I have been playing TFT as well. So one of the, mm-hmm. and I've been really enjoying it now that I kind of understand it a little bit more or whatever. And so mm-hmm. with TFT, it's just like, that's free. It's totally free. And that's kind of a mix between TFT. I want, I always wanted to get better at And I finally understand it. It finally clicked with me how to do better, how to be better at the game. I hit bronze four, woo after my MMR. uh, stopped being so shoddy. Um, But I've been really enjoying that game. And the mode that I love the most is draft mode in card games. And I feel like Mm -hmm. um, this mode, uh, TFT, scratches that itch for me. So Mm -hmm. I think I'm perfectly content, to be honest, playing TFT and this in Hearthstone. But Legends of Runeterra, I don't know. We'll see.
2: Yeah, I think uh, I think it needs some time to kind of hit its stride, and then we'll see where it's at. Yeah. Um, So we'll see what happens. It, we'll it, see if like the first few weeks of it are just it, like meta changing every single week, like TFT, right. until it finally settles in like a uh, six months later.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think it will, just because I think the beauty of TFT is that I sometimes I do, and sometimes you don't like the changes with the TFT, but it's a free-to-play game, right? It's totally yeah. free. It's totally on cosmetics, so they could patch the game every day for all they care you know no one's no one the player base isn't really gonna get pissed off because they haven't really invested money quote-unquote into the game card games are always hard to patch you can't patch a card game every one week or every two weeks or whatever unless it's in beta because people actually paid money for those cards and if they invested into a deck and they just nerf one of your cards and now it's garbage all of a sudden people are gonna be pissed oh yeah absolutely so i i I definitely don't think there'll be as much nerfing and changes uh you yeah. know unless it's you know obviously when it's in beta and they're like oh your account's gonna get wiped anyway they'll change mm-hmm. a lot but i think with tft they'll, they have that leeway of being able to so right right for sure for sure um, you know, the next two announcements, Uh, I, I don't know if you wanted to talk about the anime at all, but I guess I'm saying, I guess there's technically three if we talk about, it. but really quickly, they showed off two seconds of an action RPG, I think. I don't even know what it was. They literally didn't say anything about it. They literally showed someone working on the art for it and like gameplay yeah. of a Blitzcrank smacking people and that
2: was it. Yeah, that was like literally like two seconds of this sort of like three quarters isometric view. It's kind of like similar to like the camera in Diablo. Like yeah. Let's crank smacking something and then they cut to another clip. Actually, <laughs>
1: honestly, the most exciting thing, I love action RPGs. I feel like action RPGs, I never get salty. They're always fun. They're super grindy. They're one of my favorite genres of all time. So I'm really actually hyped. That's my most hyped game, actually, to be honest.
2: Yeah, I'll be interested in seeing it. Like if uh, it's got some good single player elements to it, then yeah, I'll definitely you know give it a shot.
1: I I really do hope, though, that it does not... I really do hope, and it doesn't look like it, but I hope that those characters were just in there as, like, prop pieces for the time being because I don't Mm want to play... I don't want to play... The beauty of action RPGs is kind of like playing an MMORPG. You have this character that you bond with and that you enjoy yourself, and you enjoy playing yourself, Mm -hmm. and I don't Mm want to play a character... I don't want to play Jinx. I don't want to play Blitzcrank. I want to play my own character it'd be fine if it's in the league of legends universe, that's fine in rune terror or wherever, but I don't want it to be, you know, I have to play jinx and I'm leveling up a jinx action RPG character. That's just silly to me. It,
2: it might lean that way. Unfortunately, I I feel like it would lean that way and they'll probably build it in in a sort of way where like you have certain character classes and each class is represented by a character in the lore. And then, you know, build a team together and they all kind of function similarly like a a five man in, right league some people um, are
1: saying that the rumor is too that that's probably tied in with the anime maybe
2: yeah probably so, yeah
1: kind of flesh it out or something i don't know
2: i just want to play the creep come on yeah just give yeah, me the creep, I I me the the
1: creep, creep guy creep. or whatever we're good yeah um I want to play Ivern, that stupid tree looking dude that's like super weak. Um, No, so they showed off that. The next game they showed off very briefly, I think a little bit longer than the action RPG though, was a fighting game. It looked like they were using like Jinx and other characters in a fighting game. But the backdrop was clearly Street Fighter 4, Street Fighter 5 background. So that was kind of interesting. Um, They actually purchased a team back in 2014 to make a fighting game. And the team oh, had been yeah. selling ever since, so not much news about that. It looks like your traditional fighting game, though. It does look mm-hmm. like that with your, you know, with your what is it, eight button layout and your joystick. So it does, it does look like mm-hmm. a traditional fighting game, mm-hmm. you know. So I, I don't know much to say about that, but you know, probably bidding for Evo.
2: Yeah, yeah, totally. Like there hasn't been that many fighting games out, you know. Like the there, there's only like a few big players. Street it's because Fighter. it's not profitable, in my opinion. Exactly. Fighting games yeah, are yeah. very niche. It's very much like you know playing with your buddy. It's you know it's not really something that you go you know, watch on Twitch or you know play online or whatever. Right. Sure, there's people that do it, but like, it's uh it's a very niche market, like you said. Like yeah, yeah. there's Street Fighter, there's Smash. Mortal Kombat to a lesser extent, like it's Soul Caliber, like there's really not that many
1: Tekken, but it, like even like the last three you mentioned were like yeah, kind mm-hmm. of I guess you, they're around Dead or Alive, right? There's games yeah. out there, but you know I I, f- I see uh, fighting games the same way as I see like puzzle games, right? Mm-hmm. And even the speedrunner community, very niche communities, but very passionate gamers, very mm-hmm. tight knit woven communities, but <clears throat> marketability wise, yeah. not
2: a lot unfortunately.
1: Or even RTS is at this point now
2: yeah yeah which makes this game very very um it could be very divisive yeah like since the market is so passionate for fighting games if you screw up even a tiny bit oh yeah they'll we'll eat you fail. Alive. yep yeah definitely. you'll get eaten alive definitely yeah you'll just never survive well it'll be the end of it yeah
1: um, the last game they showed off, which was I think the second longest one next to Runeterra, was um, a game that they're calling Project A. It looks very much into beta. Uh, they said it's a team fight. Uh, it's a team fight shooter, I guess. Um, you know, a lot of people have been making comparisons with Overwatch. Uh, Ghostcrawler, uh, you know, ironically, who used to be the lead community manager for World of Warcraft at mm-hmm. Blizzard, came out with this statement and said, "While we do appreciate you guys making mention that it looks like Overwatch, um, this is not." an Overwatch game, they said that this is not an arena shooter. They said the game does use a class-based system, but that it's more about aim rather yeah. than using uh, your abilities, and your abilities are more of utilities that help you aim, whatever that may mean, and yeah. that it is a round-based system. So once you die in a round, you're out. So think of it more of a CSGO or a mm-hmm. Rainbow Six Siege, but with, class, with uh, class-based. Also, it's going to be the only game so far that's announced that has a unique character set. It's not going to use Jinx hmm. or anyone from the Reich, uh, right, or League of Legends,
0: interesting. Uh,
1: lore or roster. So I thought that was pretty interesting as well. Yeah, um, I, I think I'm pretty excited for that game. I'm hoping that one does well. Also, um, I you know one of the complaints that i have about overwatch and i feel like a lot of uh people who do play overwatch um have is that overwatch has slowly become a game where it's less and less about how good you aim and more and more about how well you work as a team but also how well you can mm. pull off these ultimate attacks yeah and that's yeah. kind of the reason why i stopped playing overwatch personally i really liked characters like hanzo like mccree who, soldier 76 who required aiming but they're pretty much useless mm-hmm uh nowadays (laughs) because people just pop these cooldowns and
2: it's just a bunch of crazy mess going around so right right yeah it kind of turns into that like when you have these special abilities and and they're that are so powerful Mm. the game kind of just revolves around them it just becomes the meta and uh, it's it's really hard to design around.
1: yeah exactly exactly um but yeah, I mean, those are all the announcements for everything. I don't know if you want to talk about the anime. I actually didn't look at the announcement for the anime at all because I was uh, people had already been streaming Terra. so I was already mm-hmm. checking that out. So I don't know if you want to talk about what you saw or yeah. from your background, what you thought of it.
2: We can talk a little bit about it. Um, so the cool thing about this is that it's actually all being done in house. Um, hmm. So Riot's own animation team is doing this anime. Um, I don't even know if I should call it an anime, honestly, but it's. It's super cool. Like, yeah. the fact that they have this entire team to themselves working on this is pretty amazing. It's a yeah. ton of work. We're talking, like, there could be a good 100 people working on this thing.
1: Oh, yeah, um, easily. I mean, look at how many easily. people wanted Blizzard to do it with their cinematics and, like, make, like, a show or movie or something with their own in-house yeah.
2: team, you know? It's, it's incredibly ambitious. The amount of work that goes into this is... It's insane. Mm-hmm. And so this is an incredibly ambitious take on just, like, getting their lore out there and expanding their, um, the League, you know, world. Right. And so I'm, I'm actually really excited for it just because I really enjoyed the art style. Like, okay. if if you get a chance and you haven't watched it, definitely go look it up and check out the trailer because it's, it's actually fantastic. The art style is, is great.
1: Okay, I definitely um, need to check it out. I haven't seen anything on it, to be honest, so yeah.
2: Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Um, so, like, I don't know what it's going to be about. I think it's going to be make or break, though, because mm-hmm. it's all going to depend on the story. Yep. And I don't know how well um, their narrative team is, because so right. far they haven't really done anything that mm-hmm. involves an actual storyline, right? Like an arc. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. I don't, I don't think so. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe it'll do Mm -hmm. well, but yeah, I don't, I don't believe so. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, they've, they've done those like, you know, vignettes with, um, like jinx and like a few other characters. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if they've handled the writing for those. Those were fun, but this is going to be the first real test of something. That's a little more of long form. Right. So They have to, this is going to be a real test of their storytelling abilities. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm really interested to see what they've uh they can put together. Yeah.
1: You know, it, it doesn't interest me that much, but you know, maybe it's something that's actually going to be like super popular. I I don't know, you know. I kind of realized that, you know, I think that um for me or whatever, it's just like War- Blizzard was my games growing up and I feel like Riot Games is mm-hmm. almost like another generation of people. Like I feel like the people mm-hmm. who really like League of Legends are like a, f- a handful of years younger than me. And this was kind of their game growing up and stuff like that. So, I mean, like, for example, Blizzard lore kind of sucks, right? Like, it's not the greatest, (laughs) like, lore, right? It wasn't, like, written very well. But then, like, people who love Blizzard games like myself don't really care. You know what I mean? And so So, it will be interesting to see what the fan base of Riot thinks about the game, Mm -hmm. about the the lore and stuff and how the writing goes. Because I feel like they're going to give it a lot of, like, grace for sure.
2: They probably will. I think feel the, they they will probably give it a lot of grace, just like a lot of Blizzard fans will give Blizzard lore. Um, if you look mm-hmm. at the lore, it's pretty surface level. You know, right. it's a lot of just like very stereotypical heroes and stuff like mm-hmm. taken to uh, extreme. Right. Um, I think that's kind of like why it appeals to a lot of people, just because it's kind of like over the top. Right. Um. But yeah, like I think. I think league fans and Riot fans will probably give it a lot of grace. Just give it, um, give it a chance, mm. um, and just kind of support whatever they're doing because they want to see Riot continue to do more with their uh, brand, right? Exactly. Continue to expand more, and you know, um, take risks because yeah. it's it's been it, this company has been around for ten years. It's about time they they took some risks.
1: Yeah, uh, you know, I uh, you know, I'll, I'll just leave it with this. I think that. Regardless of what you guys think, I think it is pretty amazing that <clears throat> we're in a time where Riot Games actually can use the S in their name and they're creating multiple <laughs> games. Uh, you know, I think for a long time, uh, people were like, you know, League of Legends 2, there's always that meme, but it, it is, I think we really are on the verge of something where Riot has really realized um, the potential of their player base and stuff like that. And I think League of Legends will still be a huge powerhouse in it uh, mm-hmm. for a long time coming, but I do think we're on a verge of something big. You know, where I think a few yeah. years down the line, we'll see, you know, maybe it'll just be a Valve and Riot thing or, you know, the three big companies, Valve and Riot and Blizzard. It is weird to think about that, you know, yeah. and I yeah. think that I don't I don't think there was any denying that it wasn't big before. But, you know, it was always like, well, yeah, but Riot has one game kind of like Epic. Like, Yeah, OK, Epic, but they're big, mm-hmm. you know, they're a big company, too. But yeah, they, don't just, they just have Fortnite. I mean, whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think that this is I think we're on the verge of something big uh you know it will be interesting they did say that they're going to they're going to create a launcher for all these games and stuff like that and i think that's really interesting you know Mm -hmm. i was even watching um you know a league streamer the other night and he played a couple of hours of league then he switched to legends of rune terror for three to four hours and he switched to tft for a couple hours you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. then he could watch the anime on amazon using amazon prime afterwards like i don't know it's just weird to think about you know what i mean it's just interesting to think about that that's where riot games is right now or that's where it's heading very very soon um Mm-hmm. um just once again just side note um legends of rude Terra, uh the card game 20 uh q3 of 2020 project day no release date so far fighting game no release date game so uh far as well anime they said early 20 uh 2020 uh action rpg wasn't even mentioned so who knows and <laughs> um uh, tft mobile and league of legends mobile both q1 2020 as well
2: that's nice pretty close it's yeah. closer than you think
1: so that's definitely going up fast but i think that's a great time to end it i think we went over like a ton of like news and topics and stuff like that so i think that i'm i'm done for <laughs> i think we're, we've said all we said for this episode because this could that we definitely have a couple more topics yeah. i would love to talk about but i think that we'll save them for uh next week or whatever I just have so some too. stuff yeah. to talk about so but no i think we did good we did good today guys good job pat yourselves on your back but anyway (laughs) thanks guys so much for hanging out as always um you know i appreciate you guys love you guys thanks for all the support as always with this podcast as well um still working out we may or may not have some guests out uh guests out in the future uh i know that like i've been getting some mentions on twitter asking about that we're not sure we just kind of shoot by the the seat of our pants or whatever um we probably should have done something for episode 30 to be honest
2: (laughs) now that i think about
1: it but i don't know maybe we'll we'll grab somebody and get them on or whatever. We'll figure it out though. New guest or returning guest, we'll see. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week as always. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next Monday unless another mini cast happens. So yeah. Take care, guys. Right. See you next time.